What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to a special Where Are They Now? series on the Side Hustle Show. This week, we'll catch up with several popular guests from the archives and see what's going on in their life, in their business since we last recorded. First up in this Where Are They Now? series is Erica Krupen, who turned some earbuds at the start of the year in episode 368 when she shared how her pet waste removal business was earning over a thousand bucks a week with 80 recurring weekly customers. Since then, in just nine months, Krupen's Poopin Scoopin at poopinscoopin.com has grown another 50% on top of that. To find out how, let's get Erica on the line. Right now, my location here in Westland, we're servicing almost 120 customers per week, and that doesn't include our one-time cleans. And then our Muskegon location is servicing a little over 15 customers per week, and she scoops one day a week. Okay, so a uh, franchise setup. How have you expanded? Because Muskegon is opposite side of the state. Yeah, no, it's not a franchise. It's it's really weird how it happened. I had posted in a buy sell trade group on the other side of the state. Didn't realize I did that. She had reached out to me, basically just wanting to know more about it and wanted to know if I was going to come out there. I told her no, absolutely not. And she's like, "Well, I would love to. I would love to start doing this out here." So her and I just kind of pieced it together and it's not really a franchise, but she runs under the Muskegon. She's an employee of KPS, but she runs the Muskegon location and she pretty much takes care of everything out there. Wow. That's awesome. Expansion, expansion by accident kind of. Yes. I have a lot of faith in her. She handles it. She's basically me out in Muskegon. Okay. Do you see yourself going down this geographical expansion path more? I don't know. It's stressful. I'm very lucky with her. I just don't know if going into business with other people, if that would be a good idea. That's something I definitely would have to put a lot of thought into. But as for right now, I'm like, I'm good where the business is at right now with the two locations. Yeah. What accounted for this growth from 80 customers to 120, 135, if we count the other location? Facebook word of mouth, just having a good reputation within the community. A lot of times it's my customers chatting with their friends or family and they're like, oh girl, I have a pooper scooper, Krupen's Poop and Scoop, and you should totally check them out. And then they refer me out and then they give me a call to set up a service with them. Anything specific you're doing on Facebook? Because I remember our conversation last time and you were like, I probably made $5,000 or something from this one Facebook post. And it was like, that kind of blew my mind a little bit. But curious, what's going on on social media these days? It's been very tough lately, but mainly because of everything that's going on with, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I'll say Rona, but with <laughs> everything that's going on with that, when this all happened, when they shut everything down, a lot of people were scared to post on social media. So I, I backed off a little bit and I, I did get a little bit lazy with my posting because I was afraid to post because I didn't want to get the backlash of like, oh, here's my service. Pay me to pick up your dog poop when people were really struggling because they had lost their jobs. So I kind of laid low for a little bit until the governor started to release the restrictions. She started doing that. And then I started posting more consistently on Facebook. I will say, though, that I haven't had the reaction that I had from that first initial post, unfortunately. 
But that happens with the Facebook algorithm. A lot of times you can't keep using the same post over and over again. So you have to think of different ones. So now in my in my Facebook page, what I do is, is a cover photo of the month. And then people submit their dogs. We choose like the top five. Then it gets voted on. And what I do is I take that post and I share it into different groups asking people to please vote. So it's kind of like indirectly marketing my business. Oh, okay. Because it's bringing attention to it. Like, oh, wait, wait, what is this? A dog thing? What is Krupen's Poopin' Scoopin'? So it's like indirectly marketing, but it's still bringing traffic to my page. Gotcha. So these are local groups of dog lovers or local buy-sell groups? Yeah, local buy-sell trade groups. I have to pay attention to the groups. I look, you know, I kind of do my research. I find out what groups allow dog posts, which ones get good engagement. If there's a local dog park in the area, I usually share the post to that because they're dog lovers. There is some strategy behind it. I'm not just blindly posting in 40, 50, 60 groups like I did with that first post. <laughs> gotcha. When the pandemic hit, and I, you're, in, you're kind of like in the backyard, so I imagine people would be okay, provided they still had the income to like, yeah, you can come and do your thing in the backyard. You're not coming into our house. It seems relatively low risk. But what was the what was the initial reaction from the existing customer base? So we were in a gray area because technically we fall within sanitation. I had I called my local city and asked them, am I allowed to work? Because I did not want to get fines and I didn't want to get in trouble. So I actually I, sh- I shut down for one day because I needed to regroup and really think about what I wanted to do. I reached out to a couple of other scooping companies, some of the more senior companies and like mentors that I have and asked them what they're doing. And they all said that they were staying open. So that's what I did. As for the staff, we made sure to have masks on us. And we always have sanitation supplies because we are, you know, we deal with dog poop. So we are very clean as is. And we kept the masks on us. So if one of our customers did come out into the backyard and wanted to chat, we would put a mask on. And we don't enter homes, so we never had that issue. I love all your like pink signs and stuff. I see uh, your your social media posts and stuff. It feels like a really concerted effort to become, I don't know, a dominant player in this space or carve out a pretty pretty healthy market share. Yes, that is my goal. Poop is not cute by any means, but I'm like on a personal mission to not have it be like a stigma and not have people embarrassed about having a poop scooping company. And I feel like with the colors, with being pink and black and bubbly and just fun, it kind of takes the stigma away from it where it's like, oh yeah, I have a pooper scooper. Who doesn't? Yeah, an, an affordable luxury for the homeowner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then eventually next year, my goal is to have, I want an entire hot pink fleet. Like I want hot pink vehicles just driving down the street. So when people see a pink vehicle, they know it's Krupen's pooping scooping. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it still you going out and uh, doing the work? I think your husband was helping you at some point last time, or have you started to delegate the actual scooping chore? Yeah. So my husband, as of last year, he was helping me in the winter. But as of today, I have three part-time employees. That's how I'm able to talk to you today because two of them are out taking care of the route. I don't scoop on Mondays or Tuesdays. And then I scoop a partial day on Wednesdays a partial day on Thursdays, and then a partial on Friday. So I, I have transitioned. I'm kind of like in uh, like stage two of my business where I'm transitioning more into like 
the office work, like working on the business instead of so much in the business. Well, that's exciting to, to hear. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you travel a lot for work or for a vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. It seems like it just it kind of took off really fast. And you're like, well, now how am I going to fulfill all this work? And then now it's, okay, take a breath. Like, I don't have to be the one doing the labor all the time. Let's get some help here and figure out a way to make it work. And I'm excited for, like you said, the version, version, not version 2.0, but the second stage. What do you see coming down the road? What else are you working on business-wise? Business-wise, I'm transitioning over to a customer relations management software. That's actually what I was working on today before our call to streamline everything, have all my invoicing, my routing, and customer profiles all in one. That's going to be huge for the business because that's going to also free up a lot more time and automate things. Which system is that? It's Jabber. Okay. I've heard good things. Do you like it so far? So far? Yeah. This is the first week. They're out right now trying out the the routing software. I haven't heard any negative feedback yet, but I'm still waiting because it's, it's going to be a lot different than our other one. But for the price point for uh, what we were using before with Circuit, Circuit is awesome. If you're individual, kind of like how I was in the beginning where it was just me. But when I started to branch out and have team members, it just, it didn't work for us. Okay. Yeah, so I'm working on that and just I'm trying to figure out how to network and, and market to like today's age and what to do because it's not like I can just go into go into a pet store or go into the, the vet office again and drop off cards. So I'm trying to readjust and just figure out what works and 
how to online market more effectively without spending a ton of money. <laughs> without spending a ton of money is always the it's always the challenge, especially as these social platforms mature. It's like, hey, we'll give you lots of free organic reach, get you hooked, and then you got to pull out the credit card as things change there. Yeah. Anything you found working on that front so far? Or is it kind of, we're learning as we go? Well, I'm learning as I go, but the creative posts, the engaging posts on Facebook that gets people to share and gets people engaged, that's what really has been working and just taking the time to respond back to the people that comment. Because I'm at the point right now where it's like I'm putting all this time and effort into all these posts and it's my responsibility to make sure and reply back to them because they took the time out of their day to respond to me. So it's like developing that relationship to where they feel comfortable enough to tell their grandma or their best friend about our services. Yeah, and I've heard that on Facebook and on YouTube as well. Like, it doesn't matter what the comment is, make sure you reply because that's a signal that, hey, people are engaged with this content. They're spending time on this platform. And it just sends those happy signals back to the algorithm to hopefully show it to more people. Yeah. I heard this thing called don't post and ghost, which means don't post something and then disappear. If you post on your page, you need to be around for like the first 20 minutes to respond back to those people that comment right away. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, how, What kind of initial reaction is it getting? <laughs> We're going to show it to a handful of people. If they don't like it, it's going to get buried. But if they do, if it gets a good response, then it can get a, a little bit more reach. Erica, any other words of wisdom before we wrap up here? This is always such a hard thing for me. It's just be consistent. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed back up. That's kind of what I've been really focusing on lately is just slow down to speed back up, if that makes any sense. I kind of like that one. I've definitely been pondering that one myself. Sometimes you got to slow down to speed back up. Check her out, poopinscoopin.com. She's got some videos on what it's like behind the scenes in this business over at Krupin's Poopin Scoopin on YouTube. And of course, she encourage you to check out the original recording that we did. You'll find that at sidehustlenation.com slash Erica, Erica with a C. Erica, thanks so much for uh, catching up and excited to hear what the future holds and I'll catch up soon. That is it for me. That is it for us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show, where you'll hear from a Side Hustle Show listener who took action on something they heard years ago on the show and has built it up to 10 grand a month. I'll see you then. Hustle on.